Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Now they're back again because who is the best in men's below the waist grooming? No, no, it's not my mum. Stop saying that because Manscaped offers you precision engineered tools for your family jewels, baby. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, the performance package. So join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer just for you, my little muffins and cherubs. 20% off and free worldwide shipping when you use code PIMPH at manscaped.com. That's PIMPH for parking in my Fermi, baby. And if my maths is correct, 4 million men worldwide, that's about 8 million bulls. That was a pretty free, pretty free, awesome job, awesome job of the lion. <laughs> and we are P5 in the championship, front of Lando, and uh, then behind the house. What did you, what, what, are, you, what are you, a smooth, a smooth operator? What are you guys? What a year! Vamos! Thanks, mate. It was a pleasure. How cool it is to finish like this, Ricky? How cool it is. Think about it. Come on. Yeah, let's enjoy it. Previously on Parking in My Fermi. Of course, Caleb, who's shirtless for some reason. Caleb! Yeah, Caleb, put on a shirt. Oh, Klaus, can you go get Caleb? Put on? He's trying to attract Doris. But guys, as always, thanks for listening. That's right, baby. Oh. Hey, Klaus, what you, would you think of the show? It was another banger? <laughs> I think so. Another award-winning episode right there, Klaus. Let's upload it. Get over our 1 million downloads like always. Get paid a bunch from the sports social network and Manscaped, of course. Buy a couple of Lambos. Celebrate like we, we do every episode. Kla- Klaus? Wait, what the hell is this? 
Massey's just been fired from the FIA and you let me upload an episode and this just happens? Oh, you, oh, you son of a bitch. You knew about this, didn't you? You, you fucking knew about this, didn't you, Klaus? That's it. I am so sick and tired of your bullshit. We're going, we're going to lose sponsors. We're going to lose deals and everything because of this, because of your incompetence. It's back to the fucking dungeon with you. It's back to the fucking dungeon with you, underneath the circuit with you. Come with me now. Come with me now. <laughs> oh, why? Why do I have a dungeon here? It's for this very fucking reason. That's why. Come on. Keep coming. You got to think about what you did. Because I'm not going to keep getting fucked around by your incompetence and your bullshit. When some breaking news happens, you need to tell me immediately while I'm recording so I can add it in there. Okay? You can join the rest of the fucking button pushes that I've had over the years. Because I'm sick of this bullshit. There you go. There. Alright, now you spend. You spend a bit of time here and you think about what you've done. Alright. Jesus Christ, man. Just give it a rest. No one's coming for you. Just die already. Jesus. Alright, now you'll spend. The next little while in timeout, shackled next to each of the other failed podcast button pushes that I've got. And think about what you've done. And maybe I'll let you out. Maybe. Okay? Fuck. Yeah. So that's what fucking happened. Klaus is now in the dungeon beneath the Pimp International Racing Circuit. And speaking of shackles, well, it's now time to hand the mic over to a man. A man that loves spending a night or two chained up to a stranger's bedpost in shackles. That man is Mr. David Croft. Take it away, Crofty. It's lights out and away we go. Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news discussion and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back, relax for the Park It In My Ferme show. Here is your host, Colby. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. Grip it with both hands, because it's your main squeeze, Cooldy, aka the Cooldopotamus, feeling very good today, with Doris rubbing some oils into my leathery behind as I chill trackside next to the Olympic-sized infinity pool along the first of many pit straights here at the Pimp International Racing Circuit, $39 billion. 44 million seat capacity, and it's full today. Woo! 78 miles long. It's an absolute behemoth. Hey, Doris, Doris, my love, my 91-year-old little side piece, my treasure. If you happen to see my Fermi back there, well, just park it on up in there. Yeah? Oh, 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 Doris. Because it is the Parking in My Fermi show, the number one comedy F1 podcast in the entire world, according to my mum, and she's never wrong. We've got all the news, opinions, discussions, results, reviews, previews, love triangles, 
Massey firings and more. Episode 109 coming at you hard and fast, but don't be soft and slow. If you've missed out on the previous 108, you gloomy gus, they're there on the greatest website on the entire whole World Wide Web that doesn't contain porn yet. SparkingInMyFilmMate.com. Better yet, please, I beg you, I beg you, look down at that podcast listening device. Give that subscribe and follow button a little slap and tickle. That way you get to hear my sexy, soothing, smooth sounds two times a week. And there ain't nothing wrong with getting down and dirty, rolling around in the slot with the Kultipotamus twice a week, is there? Check out the socials as well. I'm parking in my firm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Slide into those DMs. Don't worry. I'll be sitting back, silk robe, on just nothing else. Legs apart, waiting for your arrival. No, not like that. Just in a sexual way. Oh, that's what you meant? Okay. But what the hell are we going to talk about today? Well, Michael Massey got fired. Literally seconds after the last episode was published, I get that alert on my phone. Fuck's sake, Klaus. What a fucking shambles that was. We're going to talk about the other changes that the FIA are bringing in from the fallout of last season, and in particular the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. What Massey's firing now means for the legitimacy of Verstappen's title win. And a few more liveries have dropped, and most likely, as soon as I hit publish on this episode, Michael Schumacher will make a full recovery and team up with his son over at Haas. But I ask, please, change out of those clothes. You're looking a bit stiff. Change into something a little more comfortable. And now I'm looking a bit stiff. A silk robe or a kimono, perhaps. Pick one up at the merch store. One of the 106 merch stands, all run by Doris, around this pimp circuit. Rub yourself down with oils from head to tippy toe. Pour yourself a fine scotch from the top shelf, of course. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Nice job, mate. P5, P5, very good. Unbelievable. That was very good, I think. P5, not sure of finishing the season. Should be ready for it. Incredible. Very good job, guys. Can be very proud of this year. I think it's been an incredible, incredible year. Can be very proud of yourself with what we have achieved, and uh, I think we can be very optimistic for next year. You guys are making big step forward. So I want to say it's a pleasure to work with you, and uh, yeah. I gave everything this year, and I'll keep pushing and give everything I can for you. And thanks again for all these good races. Yeah, Samir, mate. Samir, it's been a, been a long, intense, and very enjoyable season. We're really looking forward to next year again. Make sure you like the socials at Park It In My Ferme on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's exactly what you need to do. You better go ahead and like them. What are you waiting for? Okay, yeah, okay. Hear me out. Listen to the end of the show. That's a good boy and girl. Because there is less than a month to go as we are on the road. Oh my gosh. On the road, on the road. On the road. Bahrain. That's right. Less than a month. I'm excited to start chucking on a second and maybe third pair of boxes to keep the bulging plums and packages secure because I am rock 
hard with excitement. Mrs. Cotopotamus is restless, ready to pounce, but she knows the rules. You know the rules? I'm doing a podcast for my muffins and legends. That is priority number one. Then Doris gets a cheeky French. Then Mrs. Cotopotamus. That is the pecking order here at the Pimp International Racing Circuit. Oh! Klaus can fucking rot away in the dungeon for all I care. He's not even... Uh, he's not even a thought. I'm not even thinking of Klaus. Anyway, we move on. Because let me tell you a little something that happened last week. So literally, as I've mentioned earlier, as I press publish on the latest episode of Pimp, the FIA have announced that Michael Sassy Massey will not stay on as race director. And I was fucking pissed. I was pissed. Do I start recording again? Do I pull that down? Because it already had about 700 million downloads. I can't afford to muck you guys around like that. I thought, you know what? I'll let some of the other shows get a win, get a get a chance to grab your attention. I'll come back bigger and better than ever, as I always do. But anyway, I move on. He had a terrible 2021, Massey did. It's almost as if every single decision made by the man was the wrong one. The one that would cause the most amount of issues. The one that would fuck everything up for everyone. He sucked more than a loose cheerleader with daddy issues. That's how much he sucked. But it's my job to try and convince you all to see... Just to see it how I see it. Through my eyes. To see that it wasn't all his fault. In fact, it was barely his fault at all. And here is why. Well, look. Before we get started... Let's have a quick chat about the big new addition to the TV coverage that put a lot of pressure on Massey immediately, and that was the radio messages being broadcast between Massey and the race engineers and the team principals. This is a massive change because without this, everything is handled internally. The public never see or hear any of it. Horner and Toto don't grandstand and put on a show for the millions tuning in. They've gotten rid of that for this season. Now about that, I'm devastated. I'm, I'm, is someone cutting onions? Because I'm crying. That's right, I'm devastated. Because they got rid of it. Yes, it puts a lot more pressure on the race director. But at the end of the day, we watch Formula One to be entertained. And there is nothing more entertaining than Toto Wolf sending Massey emails and Massey ignores all of them. Or Massey presenting different deal or no deal style of penalty choices for the teams like in Saudi Arabia. It was ludicrous and absolutely fantastic to witness. My penis gets a rush of blood every time that little radio graphic would be displayed on the screen. And the fact that it's gone is quite upsetting. Not only that, they've changed the rules that now team principals cannot contact the race director directly at all this season. So... What was the job of the race director? Their role in Formula One. It was to make sure that the race ran smoothly and as safely as humanly possible. Okay, so let's look back at 2021. Did every race run smoothly and in a safe manner? No one was injured or seriously hurt, other than maybe waiting too long in Spa to call off qualifying and a tad too long in Baku and Jeddah to get the red flags out. It was a good season from him. Massey's job isn't to hand out penalties to the drivers. That's all handled by the race stewards and a group of rotating locals that loves cars and maybe a former driver or two who chop and change each race 
and have the consistency of my wife's gravy, which is fucking shit house. Look, we've talked about this in length in previous podcasts, but the pressure placed on Massey from the higher-ups to make sure that races actually run would have been immense as well. After a COVID-riddled 2020 season and sponsors getting very, very, very nervous out there, it would have been vital for all races to run for as long as possible and finish under a green flag. Am I right? Exactly. But Formula One have now said what happened in Abu Dhabi is inexcusable. Rules were bent. They were bent like a porn star's penis after shagging 50 women in one day, but they were not broken. Pretty fucking close though, and I understand Lewis, Toto, and Mercedes' disappointment. I'll tell you what, if that happened to me, I'd be fucking livid. More so than what they are right now. So they fired him from that position. He will work elsewhere within the FIA structure. He knows a lot, and they would have been idiots to actually let him go away from Formula One. But they replaced him with not one, but two people. Two people now do his job. And a third person to assist those two people. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay, so the FIA are admitting the way it was set up initially was wrong. It's not a job one person can handle. You need two and a half people to handle it. You didn't have the tools to do your job and we broadcast your job to the world for everyone to see. And when you make a mistake, we will crucify you for it. That's what the FIA essentially did. Now, I've said it before, but if Massey wasn't in that job last year, Whoever would have been in there also would have failed miserably. Now, should Massey have red flagged Abu Dhabi? Yes. No one would have hated that. Well, maybe Max and Christian at the time, but they would have gotten over it because it's within the rules. Then we would have had the same situation as we did in Baku with a quick three laps or so at the, at the very end of the race, everyone on the same fresh tyres, and it would have been chaotic and amazing. So Massey should have done that. But... I should have not shat my pants when I drank five bottles of red wine at my mate's mum's 50th a couple of years ago and ruined my mattress. So we've all done things we regret. So let me ask you this. You're asked to solve a maths equation. Yeah, it's complex and difficult. While you're solving it, 10 teams of people are bothering you and distracting you while you're figuring out the answer. Then, after your attempt, two people are asked to solve that exact same maths equation. These two people are seasoned mathematicians that have been doing it for over a decade. They can work together with a third person assisting them. And they've all seen you're working out and attempts at it. Also, those two, 10 teams of people that were bothering you, they're not allowed to bother them relentlessly anymore. Who do you think is going to do better? I think Massey should have been kept on. And the new guys also brought in to help him. Not kick Massey to the curb. Not allowing him to redeem himself. Formula 1 put on the greatest season ever. Well, at least in a very long, long, long time. And because the old, cranky, rich, white guys didn't necessarily like the outcome, Michael's been sacked. Massey, you fucking sucked at your job. You really, really did. You were punished despite doing the main part of your job, which was to keep everyone safe. Yes, there were a few moments where we all just sat there going, what the fuck are you thinking, Michael? But that was part of the charm of Formula One in 2021, baby. Anyway, it only seems appropriate 
to play this song. Now, I've played this song on the show before, but it was a little song written by Klaus before the rift a couple of months ago when we were still speaking to each other. A little song about the departed one, a song about Michael Massey. Enjoy. Not so long time ago, at the start of the race weekend, the cars, they all made me smile. And I had no idea what would happen between Lewis and Max Verstappen, and I thought I'd be happy for a while. But the race headed to the corner. The anger was fierce between Wolf and Horner. But one man was getting sassy. It was a cunt named Michael Massey. I can't remember if I cried when Massey said one thing and then he lied. It's like he didn't even try the day his career died. So bye bye this Michael Massey guy. He changed the rules and that's not cool. He lied. When girls look at you, their pussies go dry. Michael Massey's career will die. It looks like Massey's career will die. You bargain with the team bosses, just tell them off, they're a bunch of tosses. If the regulations say so. Now when Max forces Lewis off the track, you can't cut him any slack and your safety cars go too slow. Well I know no one gives a shit if you tripped and fell into a pit or caught herpes from Kelly PK. And your dick fell off one day Ooh, you're letting half the cars get unlapped Toto wants to give you a sack tap Well I think you are full of crap Finally, your career, it died And we were singing bye-bye This Michael Massey guy He changed the rules and that's not cool he lied. When girls look at you, their pussies run dry. Michael Massey's career will die. Looks like Massey's career will die. Well, well, well. That's all we gotta say. Your career did die. Because you fucked up too many times. And pissed off the wrong people. But anyway, we move on because I mentioned it a little bit earlier on, but there are going to be a few rule changes that go along with Massey's exodus from race director role. No team principal to uh, race director radio messages are allowed. Now, this is huge. A big takeaway from the 2021 was seeing Toto and Christian bully Michael. But to make the job even easier again for the new race directors, the FIA have taken this away, the ability for them to directly communicate with the race director. They will of course be able to feed feedback through, but not in a direct line. 
This should have been changed after the very first race it was ever implemented. I'll miss this, and seeing Toto and Warner mate Massey squirm got me harder than a set of Pirellis on a long stint, but it was the right move for the FIA. I'm very disappointed that this is actually happening, but yeah, it, actually, it, it kind of makes sense. Now, the unlapping protocol is going to be looked at as well. Now, look, the FIA regulations are vague, and they're very vague, in fact, by design. They want them to be vague. They want to be able to have as much flexibility as possible for when it, the situation arises. They, the stewards and race director, can make quick decisions and there is a lot of wiggle room for them. See, I don't think the unlapping of cars rule needs to actually be looked at. It's in place. It's good. There was one moment. Move on. But no, 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 no. F1 want to investigate it. Costing time, money, and just being a tedious process. You spend your whole life doing the right thing, donating money to charity, going to church, eating your vegetables. But you fuck one goat, you'll be known as Clarence the Goat Fucker. Abu Dhabi GP from 2021 was the goat fucking of Formula One. So next, VAR in F1, there will be a virtual race control that's remotely monitoring what's going on and from there be able to assist with penalties and decisions for the stewards and race directors. Again, another add-on after they get rid of Massey to help the new guys out. And finally, the Q2 tyre rule has been scrapped. Now, I'm a bit sad about this, to be perfectly honest, but having said that, maybe with the new regulations and cars, we could see an overall improvement in competition. So, there might not be a need for it. It may be brought in again after we see just how it all goes with the new cars, but I'll miss that little bit of extra strategy on a Saturday with teams pulling back on the mediums and not going all out on the softs. I, yeah, I found it interesting. But do you like these new rule changes? Let me know over at the socials at Parker and My Ferme on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That's P6. Unfortunately, Verstappen got Lewis on that last lap. Well... Well, thank you for what you've done all these years. Uh, I knew, you know, he needed new tyres. We got one of the constructors, and uh, thank you, thank you for everything on behalf of the whole team. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for everything in the five years. It's, uh, it's been a pleasure. Um, yeah, sorry it ended like this, but thank you. Thank you for everything you've done for us. You're a true gentleman. Oh, Doris. Doris, how do you think the show's going at the moment? I think it's going pretty good. It's going, uh, it's going pretty good. It's going. This podcast. Oh, shit. It's lo- oh, fuck, mate. Oh, what's. Make sure you what's- like the socials. Oh, God. What- oh, oh, my God. I can't do it. I, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Doris, give me the keys. I need to get him out. I need to get him back here because there's only one man. They can press these buttons correctly. And that's Klaus. I've been thinking of you and your behind. And in my dreams I've kissed your lips 
a thousand times. I sometimes see you passed out on the floor. Hello, Klaus. You're the one I'm looking for. I can see between your thighs. I can see it in your smile. I get firm just thinking of you, and my legs are open wide. Cause you know just what to say, and you know just what to do. And I want to tell you so much. I love you. I long to see the breakfast in your pan. And tell you time and time again, let's fucking dance. Sometimes I feel my plums will overflow. Hello, I've just got to let you know, 'cause I want you pressing buttons, and I love just what you do. Are you sitting there feeling horny? Can I be the one loving you? Tell me, will you please come back? Because I don't know what the fuck to do. But let me start by saying. Classy boy, I love you. I love you, Klaus, so much. You German man, I love you so. Go, Klaus. Klaus, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I did that to you. It's not your fault, and I can't do the show without you. So, so welcome back, Klaus. Yeah, thanks. It was scared. Shut the hell up, Klaus, because we've got a job to do. So right now, I've got to go relock up the dungeon. All right, because I can see you've made a mess in there. You're only in there for about twenty minutes. Why have you already shat all over the floor? Why have you shat in twenty minutes? You couldn't hold on. You thought, "Fuck it, I'm locked up. I'm just going to shit myself." So I've got to hose that down. Well, Doris does now. All right. 87-year-old Doris needs to go down there and hose that down. I'll go, I'll go get a bucket for her. But can you please keep the people entertained while I do that? Thanks. I'll be back in a sec. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. generations, people would watch cars go by until they finally wanted them to go by fast. 
racing was then born. And who was going to talk about all the racing? Why, Caldy, of course. Welcome to the Pocket in My Ferme Show, the number one comedy F1 podcast in the world. Here's your host, Caldy. Klaus is back, baby! What a huge first half we had. Lots of massy talk, more singing, because i got to give you all what you want, baby. And look at the massy firing and a bit more death. But don't go anywhere, because there's a huge, massive mammoth second half coming your way. Livery chat, and what might be the best-looking car I've seen in some time, and how the massy firing impacts Verstappen's title. Not even talking about the Otmar to Alpine as it was the world's worst kept secret. And we have so much we need to talk about. Andretti joining F1 as well. But let's put that one aside for now. Until the next episode, maybe. We might not even cover it. Because there's just so much here to unpack. Klaus, I... I, uh, For fuck's sake, Klaus. I've let you out of your dungeon. You know, second half, you've got to fade me out. That's it. Fade, 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 fade. Make sure you like the socials at Park It In My Ferme on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I don't need to tell you again. Like them. What are you doing? I, I do some good shit. Some good shit on there. But don't get comfortable because we are on the road. Woo! That's it. That's it. Shake that group thing before. Ah. Bahrain. Yep. Bahrain, coming at you harder than a priest in grade school. Just around the corner as well. Get excited and remain excited because... Team Livery. We gotta look at a few more cars. Oh my God, I've said it before. Once we look at all the liveries, we will do our official ranking, the pimp official ranking that we do each and every year and have a look. But we have a couple more to release yet. Okay, we've got Alpine, and yes, I've seen a few leaks online, and Alfa Romeo to show us what's going on and what the fuck are Rich Energy doing? Are they trying to attack them, attach themselves to one of those? I don't know. But I wouldn't mind running my peepers over a few more. Getting that blood flow going just right because there is one livery in particular. I want to treat just like a like a like a stripper. Get right up against it. Start having it rubble over me. Oh, oh I'm getting so hot and bothered. I can barely control myself. The bouncer is asking me to leave. I'm getting that, that sexually charged right now. But then there's another. There's another livery we've got to look at as well. So let's not dick around too much. Let's just jump straight into it. Team livery. Exactly. First on the list, we are going to talk about Mercedes. Now, they ditched the black and went back to the silver with about 5,000 Mercedes logos on the side of that car again. I don't like it. I mean, the silver is iconic with them. But I love that black livery. 
I love looking at a black livery out there and unless Alpine or Alfa Romeo are going to go the black livery, it was good to have a car stand out. Being that all-consuming dominant colour that would strike fear into the opposition. Also, why stick so many Mercedes logos on the side of the car? We know it's a fucking Mercedes because it's going to be at the front of the fucking grid. Are people still looking at it confused what, what constructor it is? Look, it is what it is with this car. For a silver bullet out there, it does look good. It does. I like that we, we don't have many cars that are similar, so yeah, it's alright. It's the Jennifer Lawrence of the F1 livery world, you know? The unenthusiastic handjob of Formula 1. It's just a bit... Meh. You can take it or leave it. Hunger Games was a long time ago, Gen Law. It was a long time ago. What are you even doing? Come on. But if Mercedes is the unenthusiastic handjob, then this next livery is full penetration with butt stuff because it's Ferrari. <laughs> Klaus, stop touching yourself. Stop jerking off. Please, control yourself. Because this thing looks amazing. I love that little bathtub on the side as well. Designed to catch the spilled seed from all the F1 fans tugging away, looking at this thing. It's, it's a good looking car. I love that rich, dark red all over it. Love not having that weird green spew color on top as well. And I like the black used throughout it, that little black and red mixture there. The shirts look good too. I like my, I like some of that team merch. It's not as good as that pimp merch. Park it in my family.com slash merch. Get yourself 5% off. Use podcast exclusive five. Look down link below. But, uh, yeah, they're looking very, very good as well. The shirts look good. Charles Leclerc looks amazing in it. And don't get me started on Carlos Sainz. What is he? What is he? Smooth operator. Smooth operator. So smooth, baby. Smooth I found out a little secret as to why... Why he is so smooth is because he visits manscaped.com. He uses code PIMPF, 20% off free shipping worldwide. That's how fucking smooth he is. But I'm doing a little bit of a spoiler alert here. Because this thing, this Ferrari, will most likely be at the top of the charts on the livery rundown when Alpha and Alpine get their shit together and release their cars. But what do you guys think? I want to know what you guys think, even though your opinions are always wrong. Let me know what you guys think, my little muffins. Slide into the DMs like your Mazepin going off the track and let me know. At Parker my Fermi on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. But this is a little more serious, this topic. You know, it's from the heart. And I don't tend to do this. I've done it a couple of times. But we like to have fun at Piv. We like to muck around. But as you boys and girls are aware... Parking in my Fermi family has been signed to a network. You hear the sting at the start of all the episodes now. A couple of weeks ago, they slid into the DMs. And after scrolling through all the shirtless pics, 
all the F1 drivers reaching out, wanting interviews. I just, you know, I don't have time. Celebrities after celebrities suck. Cody, what's up? Let's hang out. Ugh. Private chats, uh, models. Instagram models after Instagram models just, oh, when can I have a ride? Oh, calm down. Eventually I saw their message. They started begging and pleading with me to sign. Please don't be like that. Yes, this is the number one comedy F1 show in the entire galaxy, according to my mum. But you don't have to do it like that. But they've been amazing. And I thank them for approaching me and asking me to join them because it actually means a lot. It's validation that what I'm doing is not just putting out shit show week after week. I'm doing something that they think, yeah, this is pretty cool and we want our names associated with it. Because when they reached out, there was no hesitation on my end at all. The amount of high quality podcasts and shows that are already a part of this network, the Sports Social Podcasting Network, I had to be alongside them. If you want to follow some of the other best Formula One podcasts that are out there, certainly head on over. For, for example, the late-breaking F1 podcast is one I listen to regularly, well before I was even a part of this network. So a huge shout-out to them and those guys, and make sure you check them out. But this network has podcasts covering most sports from football to wrestling and everything in between, so check them out. My page on their site, link in description, and some of the other shows as well. You've got to have a look over at the Sports Social Podcast Network. Whew, welcome aboard to the family, baby. Klaus, just, just shave him again. Just shave my balls again. Oh, hello. I, uh, I didn't see you come in there. Because I'm here, as you can see, butt naked. Klaus, just doing some handiwork there with the Lawnmower 4.0. Just making sure the goodies are clean, smooth as eggs. Woo! Because I'm here to talk to you about Manscaped. The Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped, to be precise. It has arrived. Oh man, is it a game changer. You see, inside this package, no, not that package, this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. Klaus, do you think I need that down there? Woo! The Crop Reviver Toner, the Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Traggle, tra Traggle? I'm just that excited to talk. It's a travel bag to hold your goodies, is what I'm trying to say. Klaus, See what happens when you pinch me testes? I muck up the words. See, first off, the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming and dare I say the greatest ball trimmer ever. Their fourth generation trimmer features a, a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 400K LED spotlight You've got to need to get that precise shave. See, Klaus, you're using it right now. You're getting up in all the nooks and all the crannies. Ooh. Keep going. Ooh. Because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. You thought that was good. But you want to take your grooming game even further to the next level? Well... The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. Oh my. 
there. Croc Preserver Ball Deodorant and Croc Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas. Your balls will be thanking you. Manscaped. Even... Klaus. Okay, stop tugging at my testes. Just take a moment. We need to keep going. All right? So start that music up again. God. I'm sorry about that. Manscaped. They even threw in two free gifts just for you guys to their performance package 4.0. The Manscaped boxes. And I tell you what, those boxes are looking pretty good. And the Shed Travel Bag. It brings your comfort and boxes to another level. Ooh, all the way to the tippity top, baby. It's time to take care of yourself. So go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping when you use code PIMPF. Manscaped.com, 20% off. You'd be an idiot not to do it. Oh, yeah, and that free shipping as well. Code PIMPF, P-I-I-M-F, for parking in my firm, eh? Manscaped.com. Oh, get everything smooth, shiny. Oh, yeah. Uh, we need to talk about having consequences for your actions right now. All right? Because the FIA fired Massey, which I guess is fine. They've made the decision. I'm over it. Okay? But does Massey's exit now put an asterisk on Verstappen's title? You see, the FIA came out a few days ago and announced that Michael Massey was to be removed from the role of race director. They did this during the Ferrari livery launch in the hopes that no one would fucking notice. Mind you, I nearly didn't notice because I was so fucking distracted by that gorgeous red beast and the two best looking drivers on the grid standing alongside it, Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz. Oh, 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 I can't help myself. Uh, 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 I'm so smooth. best looking drivers on the grid that livery was smoking but somehow i don't know how people noticed this happened in fact a lot of people were rejoicing some like myself thought he should have stayed in but with a lot more help and some rules in place to make sure we don't have the fuck up of all fuck ups when the entire world is watching but alas he was good the fia admitted that what they did was wrong what massey did was wrong the whole damn season was conducted incorrectly, according to the FIA. But what does that mean for this season? Are we supposed to just say, yeah, yeah, it was what it was. The season was a shambles and we move on. Or are we questioning the results altogether? If someone else was in Massey's seat, would Hamilton be world champion? Would he then have retired with eight world titles instead of coming back for 2022? A lot of what-ifs. But the saying goes, if Mrs. Cordopotamus had a penis, I'd be gay. I, I don't... I, does she have a penis? If the FIA are admitting that it wasn't conducted in the correct manner, if the results and outcome from those races are different than what they would have been otherwise, then are the FIA saying that Verstappen is your world champ, but you need to take it with a grain of salt? Are the FIA saying that Verstappen doesn't deserve that world championship? Because that's what it looks like. 
It looked like the baseball steroid era. Yeah, Barry Bonds, you are the home run king, but you took the roids. Is this Formula One steroid era? Because by the FIA removing Massey, they're admitting that, yeah, Verstappen wouldn't have won if Massey wasn't there. We didn't want Verstappen to win, is what Formula One are actually saying here. But let me know what you guys think. Head over to the socials at Parking in My Fermi, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Slide in the DMs. I'll catch you. You won't hurt yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to bring us to the end of episode 109. Make sure you head over to manscaped.com. Use code PIMP. Get 20% off free worldwide shipping. Get those balls nice and smooth. Oh, my. Make sure you subscribe and follow on your podcast listening device so that way you don't get to miss out on an episode that I release. Coming out in three days' time, episode 110. I'm excited. Lots to talk about, of course, as we're on the road to Barat. No, I'm not going to play it again. I'm not going to play it again. Okay. Woo! I played it again. Uh, I'm excited. This season, trying to survive two in a week ago. Bahrain. That's exactly right. On the road to Bahrain. We are not far away. But make sure you head over to the socials as well. Parkingabovefailbait.com is there. Slash merch if you want some clothes. Use code podcastexclusive5. Get yourself 5% off. Sign up to be a Patreon. Support the show. Get your shout-outs in the show and another 20% off on all merch sales as well. And I'm looking up at the Skybox. Klaus, you see them up there? We've got a couple of Patreons just sipping away on their unlimited double Midoris on ice. The Queen herself, the first Patreon ever. The Monarch, Austin, And the latest member, Caleb. Good to see he's got a shirt on this time. But guys, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.